1: Hi, this is Kate, otherwise known as the Duchess of New Jersey. When I'm not busy hanging out at the beach, telling people off, or watching someone pump gas for me, I listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast. And now I'd like to introduce the star of the show, Eric Zane. It's riveting.
2: Thank you, Kate. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Miss. Uh, Uh, Welcome to the Eric's Angel Podcast, the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures, Monday through Friday, right here. Right here, my gosh. So happy to be part of it. You can uh, get the show... Uh, the audio podcast, download, listen at your convenience if you like. Also, you can watch the replay on Twitch. You can watch it live on Twitch. Weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, yeah, as it happens, Monday through Friday, that's twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Once you're there, click subscribe. Uh, well, first of all, click Follow. That's easy, and then you click subscribe, also easy, which is a big red button, and you subscribe for free with your Amazon Prime account. That's Twitch Prime, link the account. It's already warm enough where I can ditch this freaking hat. It's going to be a nice day today. Nice, nice day today, Uh, and then that's about it for the week. Uh, where I live, close, uh, right here in Michigan, it's going to be kind of a disaster for the week after that. But uh, today, the uh, spring is underway now, officially, which I didn't even didn't realize that. But yes, spring is here. Uh, we have officially now established more than 12 hours of daylight every day. A big, big moment. I'm now looking ahead at the calendar of when I can go up north. When? Can I go up north? That's all I'm concerned about. And it's not looking great already because, well, first of all, it's it's not that great to get up there right about now anyway because it's just, it's just a little bit too cold. But I'm looking at the first, last, well, pretty much the 29th of April to the 1st of May. That's the next time I'm free. Everything else is every other weekend, there's something going on. Uh, Basketball, hockey season are winding down. And the thing is that uh, April 29, 30, and May 1, that may change if the Griffins make the playoffs. So we got to hope for failure. I'm totally kidding. I'm just totally kidding. Uh, great point. As soon as you take out a loan for gas, boy, you aren't kidding. I did that. I did that. Um, uh, I am not looking forward to filling up my dad's truck that I bought off of him because I, I uh I um really was light on the gas with this tank of gas and I was driving people nuts because I was trying to hypermile this truck with like an 8,000 cubic inch motor and uh, trying to save the fuel. I even um, uh, made sure that the tires were appropriately inflated. I should buy some of that uh, AMSOIL, that fuel additive stuff that's supposed to get, uh, give you better gas mileage. Does that stuff even work or is that some type of scam? I think it's supposed to work. Doesn't it like, uh, I'm not even going to try to figure out what the hell it does. The extent of what I I, I know is just you, you you put the shit in there and suddenly you get 800 miles of the gallon. I don't know. Despite traveling very slow and easing on the gas and easing on the brake, I set a record of only for this tank of gas, 16 Point four miles per gallon. Sixteen point four. I try not to drive that pig. Um, however, the Queen of the Forest car, that damn hybrid, traveling to my dad's. Which more on that later about my dad's amazing eighty-eighth birthday party. Wow. Forty. miles per gallon. I'm like, this is so fucking sweet. We drove all the way there and all the way back more than 400 miles. No big deal. And yeah, still, still, I still could have gone another hundred miles. That thing is working out. I'm happy. Uh, I'm hoping to God we get better gas mileage or get better uh, gas prices soon. Come on. I tell you what, Whitmer is doing something that's pissing me off, and that's rare. Whitmer, the Republicans wanted to suspend the gas tax in the state of Michigan. They said, look, let's give these people a break. Um, You've got this big fucking tariff, essentially, chunk of change on a price for a gallon of gas. And she's like, no, no, I got to fix the roads. And they're like, well, okay, they're not fixed. And she's like, no, no, I need that money. And they're like, yeah, we know you do, but you're going to have to figure something else out for a little bit. I mean, desperate times here. These people are getting murdered. We have to give them some relief. And she says, no, no, just uh, get the, it's the federal government's fault. They got to take off their tax first. It's like, oh, that's bullshit. You know, I don't like that. It seems like a, a crack of shit to me. I would rather just have shitty roads for another half year. If you're even fixing them. I'm assuming she is. I'm assuming she's not like taking the money and putting it in her pocket. I know some of you think that. But uh, hey, i tell you what. That's something else for boring Dean's sister to hang her cowboy hat on. You know? Uh, She's trying to get 15,000 signatures to be on the ballot. That's what she told me. Donna, let's go Brandenburg, told me. She needs 15,000 signatures. And I don't even know what's going on, how they're getting them, if they're getting them, what's happening. Uh, There is a Republican primary in this great state in five months, less than five months. And you've got all of these Republicans that are trying to be like, uh, allowed to go to the next step to be the Republican nominee for the great state of Michigan and boring Dean's sister has as good of a shot as anybody. I love that. That is exciting to me. I might even vote for her. You never know. Hey, I, my vote is for sale. Somebody has got to sell me. And right now, um, It is going towards Whitmer because she's so damn attractive. And I cannot believe you guys don't see that. It's shocking to me. Uh, This show originates in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Uh, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. So lucky to have them. Sarah says, I enjoyed meeting Donna. Let's go Brandenburg. She was nice. She's very nice. Smart as can be. Just fantastic. She had like a security guy with her who I think she might have to work on the security detail. Because the security guy, I forget his name. Big as a house. Shit kicker. Uh, I'm guessing he had all sorts of armaments on his belt like fucking Batman. Batman. He sits down at Bosco's like several seats away, and he's like just eating, talking to the Schaefer's, knocking a couple back. Yeah. I don't know if for sure he was knocking a couple back, but you know what I mean. Okay. Um, how the hell did I get to that? How did I get to this, this discussion already? I, I think I was talking about gas and then, oh, God. It's going to be like that today. Big time ADHD. I was uh, tapped on the shoulder... By uh, a friend who said, hey, would you be willing to help my friend out who is a, um, I think they're called uh, adjunct instructor, which means, you know, they, they tap you, I think, to teach a class at a college because of your experience in a field as opposed to like being a regular teacher, you know, um, And so there's a late, I have this friend who who has another friend who's a teacher at Northern Michigan University. And um, as far as I understand this, uh, some of you may recall the radio show Connie and Fish in West Michigan. Now, not all the audience listens in West Michigan. About 30 to 35% of my audience listens out of West Michigan because that's where where I make my home. Well, Connie. Um, did the show with Fish in Madison, Wisconsin. And then uh, she a new guy joined her in Madison. This is years ago, named Curtis. Curtis and Connie got hired on a uh, radio station in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, Connie, friends with the guys on my old morning show, rest her soul. Um, as time would pass, she... Uh, Curtis was out, and she brought Fish in. So it was Connie and Fish back together in Grand Rapids, and they did wonderfully together. They did very, very uh, great radio. Connie gets sick. She gets cancer, and it uh, tore her apart. It was was, uh, terrible, and she passed. Fish is like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to get out of the game. Gets out of radio, but then goes right back into radio, back in Madison, Wisconsin. From what I understand, he picked up a new radio partner, a lady by the name of Jennifer. It's this Jennifer lady who is the teacher at the Nor- at Northern Michigan University and uh, teaching broadcasting. And one of the things they're talking about is podcasting. And they need someone who's been able to monetize a podcast and, you know, this is the same thing as when I did the, uh, uh, town hall meeting at WKTV public television best practices for podcasting is what this is, what it boils down to in a general sense. So, um, will you help? And you know how it is. The great Ryan Seacrest said, always say yes, always just say yes. And then work like hell to make it a reality. Unless there's some type of uh, uh, scheduling constraints, uh, don't make it so that you don't do it, you know, because you don't want to. Help people, it will come back to you. This is how you build a network. Now, I have also, um, in addition to thinking like this, prior to this, my idea, um, well, that didn't exist, building a network. I simply wanted to burn every fucking thing down. Burn it down. I don't want anything. I don't give a shit about anybody. Burn it down. Isn't that a Def Leppard song? Burn it down? I don't know. But anyway. Um, so I'm like, well, of course I'll help you. And you know what I noticed? It's, I think it's. Um, it's the... So much about, um, I don't know, people just uh, have lowered the the bar generally. And I think when you very quickly respond with, well, yeah, I'll help you. Man, nobody does this. And I think that you can really uh, stand apart from the world if you very quickly respond with a, yeah, hell yeah, I will help you. Or if you just are, you know, this is part of like what I was talking about being patient with customer service people on, um, on phone calls. Everybody is pissed off. Okay. You just with some, uh, common courtesy and politeness. Okay. You're going to cause orgasms all over the place and they're going to give you whatever the hell you want. I believe this. Okay. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. So now this is Wednesday. And um and they're like, well, um, uh, and they're, you know, they're they're telling me what they what they're expecting. This this nice lady named Jennifer, and she actually teaches the class with her ex-husband. I I don't know. Still friends, I guess. Um, so I'm like, well, yeah, okay, so I have to sit down on Wednesday evening and do this. And I'm actually really excited about this. This is part of the whole deal because You know, when you work at home, you don't get out into the world that much. And I love it. It's great, man. It's absolutely fantastic. So I'm stoked about this. Um, Meathead's birthday extravaganza this weekend. Some of you saw it at Charity Scam Mike's house, which we broke down how he got that name on the show. And... You know, a lot of that was embellishing the story when I first came up with him being known as Charity Scam Mike. Now, obviously, he is not uh, scamming charities. But after I met with him Saturday, I um, called him up on Sunday. And I go, hey, that was quite a party. Yeah, it was great. I go, hey, and that corned beef, he explained on the video how he gets us. He's got a, a dude named Jim, Jim Klein, who uh, owns a um, place in Detroit, w- Wiggly's Corned Beef, I think is what it's called. And um, Mike has... Um, Made friends with him. And, uh, yeah, there it is. Wiggly's famous Eastern Market corned beef in Detroit. And so the guy who owns the place, this Jim Klein, gives him a, uh, a gigantic corned beef. So that's what we had. It's, it's, uh, tradition right around, um, St. Patty's Day is my dad's birthday. So, you know, we do it up. Um, Getting back to what this is all about with Charity Scam Mike. So uh, I'm talking to him on Sunday after the party. We've gotten home. and uh, Yeah, it was great. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, it was, uh, thanks for putting it on, blah, blah, blah. The corn beef, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, thanks. I go, so tell me about this guy, uh, Jim Klein, the guy who owns Wigley's. This is right after the discussion about Charity Scam Mike on the podcast that I did at my dad's or at uh, Mike's house, Charity Scam Mike's house with my dad. And um, he goes, that guy is so sweet and so kind. My God, um, he was doing, this is Mike talking. He was doing a um, a benefit um, bartending thing somewhere at some bar in Detroit. And, and he keeps the tips and the tips get to go to a charity. And so um, Jim Klein said to Charity Scam, Mike, he's telling me this. What charity should I put it to? And he goes, well, well just give it to autism. And he goes, because uh, Mike has a uh, daughter who is autistic. That is Sophia. And um, Jim goes, okay, that's what I'll do. So at the end of the night, he comes up to Mike and he gives him a $1,000 cash. And he goes, what's this? He goes, it's the tips. He goes, no, no, I told you to give it to autism. And he says, I am. I'm giving it to you. Because Sophia needs a hot tub. Because I guess she loves hot tubs or it's part of the therapy. I have no idea. And I go, yeah? And then Mike goes, yeah, so I bought a hot tub with it. I go, well, you are, that, you are a charity scam. That's that's exactly what I was fucking telling you. And he just sat there and laughed. I go, that, that, that's what it is. You are charity scam Mike now. It's back on. Now it's official. Um, when we were there, we did a live version of Dear Meathead. And my God, was this fantastic. Um, We just set up the camera and rolled it. So this is uh, the key moment when, um, by the way, a lot of the folks there were like, how young is Joanne? Because your dad looks, he's a typical 88 year old dude, but Joanne looks like she's 20 years younger. Yeah, I know that. And I have I have said to her many times, I go, Joanne, beauty typically, you know, uh, leaves most people. Uh handsomeness fades. Uh beauty fades with age. I go, you just you you're very pretty. And she's like, Oh, stop, stop. I go, No, seriously, you are you I don't know what you're doing, but keep doing it. Uh Here you go. Here's the video. A lot of Joanne laughing, which is great. We're wrapping it up. Uh, I'm asking Dad for words of wisdom about uh, living to be 88 years old. Okay, Dad. Any uh, final words? (laughs) This is 88 years old. And, you know, because I think you're going to live to 108. And if you live to 108, (laughs) that means I would be 71 years old when you're You're going to be old. I mean, I'm going to die. So... (laughs) Uh, Do you have any uh, words of wisdom you would look at the camera and give these people about uh, living a long, fruitful, healthy, happy life? First of all,
3: live every day as it comes. Don't make huge plans. (laughs) Just live your day, whatever hours you've got. Day by day. Day by day. Say no to plans. (laughs) <laughs> say no to plans. Uh, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't do the, any investments. Hey, <laughs> I'm talking. Yeah, he's talking.
1: Shh.
3: Don't create a whole lot of huge bank accounts. <laughs> <laughs> don't save money.
2: Don't save money. No, I you got some
3: money. And write Start these down. Future. Write them down. But, but spend it to have a good time with. Yeah, them. you've been doing it right. Yeah, uh, my son-in-law is one that definitely follows. My, uh, <laughs> he does spend money when They're it's on the way, way. Even he's spending the money <laughs> on the, not even in on the way,
2: way. The money okay. coming. No. Can we get a synopsis? <laughs> <laughs> maybe like uh, maybe like just uh <laughs> one great thing. One, final one out of all of all that. One, one what is the the one thing that you can think of?
3: The one thing that I can think of. I occasionally fail to do it myself, that's to wake up happy.
2: Oh. happy. got it. Wake up happy. Well, that's all I, I. Joanne might see a different side, but we all see happy. Now, Joanne probably get. he might be a little cranky from time to time. Me? Oh yeah, <laughs> I got more months. I think we all,
3: yeah, we all we do. We all do.
0: We all need a whipping boy.
3: And <laughs> life, believe <laughs> you and me, I'm. I'm exercising something to be happy. Myself, I even am happier when I see the dogs.
2: Well yeah. You know,
3: I mean they're my friends. <laughs> These dogs will come right to me as soon as I walk in the door.
0: Like he's the only one.
2: <laughs> well dad, uh, you know, just you being you saying those words. Everyone who's watching this is smiling. They love you and Joanne so very much. So, I mean, seriously, this is just fantastic. But we'll Thanks, s- we'll That this
3: audience of yours is greatest people. <clears throat> Next yeah, year, the 89th, on. we'll be right back right here. Right back where we started. In this kitchen. Yeah. And one year from now. Okay.
1: We're the same meal.
3: Yes. With the same shirt. And thank you for yes. the opportunity to let my feelings be known. <laughs> so, well, it's not an AA meeting. I mean... <laughs> Well, no, the A-days are over for me, so don't... I don't Hi,
2: I'm Mike. I'm a Meathead fan. Hi, <laughs> Mike. Okay. Thank you. This has been like a, uh, a mob sit-down where we're deciding someone's fate. And he's, his, the godfather's feelings have been known. All okay, right. I love oh. you. I love you. My God. So much fun. That's pretty much the way it is every time we are together. Holy cow. Oh, man. Um, (laughs) Comments. Jason says, I want to talk to Ruben after he eats some edibles. I, I, I don't think that's a good idea. Melinda, I love, I love it. Joanne is the best. His what uh, Corey says his voice sounds very different here than it does on the phone. I don't think so. Not to me. Uh comment about um Sarah or from Sarah about Joanne. I know absolutely no wrinkles. She looks amazing. Uh Bud Lights, Newports, and a hot tub is kind of what we describe charity scam. Mike is what he did with the money. Ha <laughs> ha. Great Gabagool describes Joanne as a total gilf. I think it's a a G gilf, a great grandma, a G gilf. Uh, Josh says, if you didn't watch this, you have to go back and watch the whole recording. It was a wonderful look into the chaos. I also found out what a brisket is. I did not know that. Anyway, uh, we went for about a half an hour. A lot of fun. I wish you would have checked it out. Uh, But do it. You know, you can still go back there. I'll uh, link it up in the show notes of this podcast. Something else that went down was um, Mario showed up. That is a longtime friend of Charity Scam Mike. And he brought with him a bottle of this. Which, I don't know what this is. And it's a really nice looking bottle. I guess this is some type of fancy whiskey. Clase Azul Reposado Tequila. It's quite expensive. Uh, This is cheap, actually, at woodencork.com. But Mario brought that over. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And, uh... The idea was floated about Diana doing a shot of this. So this is that moment. Check this out. Here you go. Oh,
0: stop, 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 stop.
4: It's, uh, going on the podcast. Uh, this yeah, is this is uh, okay. this will be fun to laugh at.
2: Bunches, right?
3: Oh,
2: jeez. <laughs> I knew you were <laughs> that. You want a smaller one? Yeah. So that's salt on there, right? Now they're they're not going to do that.
0: Uh can you please film, Diana, can
5: you move that box? I gotta see what, I gotta I I got see. my soul.
2: Diana, you're really
3: gonna do that? Yeah. She salted
2: God. her wrist and everything.
3: Now, they We're don't need slow. salt, do they? Yeah. No. Right okay,
2: There's the so Bob, so Bob Seger. So. Salute. Salute. Mike, you're going your to Rob's
5: 88th birthday. Rob's birthday and, mm-hmm. and. Many more. Many more. Many
2: more. And, many more. and everything else. And Ukraine. Yes. Dad has left at this point. Oh no, he's still there. Mm-hmm.
5: Ooh. <laughs> 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 Woo! Okay. Okay. tasty? Delicious. It actually was
3: very good. It has
5: a vanilla cinnamon it
3: after it actually, taste. It's uh, actually all of the two tequila tequilas <laughs> I've
5: had. That- yeah. oh, it, it it is, it's definitely kicked in. <laughs> Did you say tequila? Tequila. 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 To kill you. Here's the killing her. The killer.
2: You go. <laughs> tequila. Okay. So no big deal, right? Well, there's some controversy. Leave it to the world to make this stupid. Um. So I posted that. Aha! Great. Diana's doing a shot at tequila. She, by the way, she did another one. Um. And then I busted out. They said, "Hey, you got to get a bottle of this for her." I go, "Yeah, she'll drink the whole thing, and then we'll, get, and then I'll get anal." And I said that right in front of Dad and Joanne, and uh, and Mike was like, "Oh no, oh my god!" And, uh, it was just fantastic. I don't think my dad knew what the hell was going on. It it might have slipped by the goalie on that one. Um. So whatever, I put that up there, and uh, usual comments roll in. And, uh, one, a couple that caught my eye is the, um, let's see. I, th- I think this guy, I went to high school with him. I went to high school with one of these people and, um, he, he writes, Oh God, where is it? Shit. You don't shoot Claza Azul. You sip it and enjoy it. And I'm like, No one cares. And this guy's a pain in the ass too. Some of my other uh, uh, posts on Facebook, he's the first guy to always just be an asshole. And I wrote, oh, I see. So when she said she liked it, that was a lie. Got it. Another guy that I went to high school with, that tequila is sipping tequila, not shot tequila. And I wrote, there's rules. Who says? Who gives a shit? What the fuck? I, it, who knew that when it comes to tequila, you have to do it a certain way? You're supposed to enjoy So you can't enjoy it if you're doing it in shot form? Is that what that is? I don't know who made that rule, but that it actually does say online this is sipping tequila. But I don't know shit about tequila, and everybody seemed to be having a good time. And that's the way they drank it. Why does everybody have to be a pain in the ass bitch about everything? Everybody's always causing trouble. You know, Chris says tequila snob, LOL. True. Pellerito says damn comments. They're always causing trouble. Well, Eric is recovering, so I don't suppose he knows a ton about booze. No, I don't know. I've never had a shot of tequila in my life. Dennis right? doing shots of anything is all about getting drunk, not enjoying the product. Yeah, who gives a shit? So that annoyed the piss out of me. It's shit like that that I want to respond with, yeah, fuck you on, on Facebook. Noise annoys the hell out of me. Okay. Um, so that was it. You know, drive there two and a half hours. Stay there. Not long enough. Drive back. This show on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Also... They sponsor the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Eric Zane live. Thank you so much. And, uh, Twitter at Eric Zane show on Twitter brought to you by blue frost I T and the almighty YouTube brought to you by Frank, the tank fuss, my policy shop insurance, more on Frank a little bit later on. Okay. Um, Big weekend for the NCAA basketball tournament. Does anybody show of hands even watch the women, the women's? uh, I I saw highlights of our local college. Um, It's called Hope College. In fact, that's where my daughter attends. They are the division three national champions. I saw their celebration and I thought that was awesome. Um, they won the national championship. Basically, it's, it's high school. but It's actually junior high basketball is what this is. That was cool, but they, they do the women's tournament at the same time as the men's, and it doesn't matter when they do it. I don't know anyone who watches this. Who watches that? My God. Everybody, you know, and they, they talk about equality in sports, and they do all this gigantic amount of coverage for the men's game, and they and they do do it for the women's game. But does anybody fill out like a women's bracket? Is there, you know, like we we have our big bracket challenge that we're doing right now? Is that a, is that a thing? Are there even sixty four colleges that can compete? The one thing I know about the women's basketball is typically there's a huge disparity between the top teams and everybody else. So you'll see a game like eighty five to sixteen, shit like that. The upsets continue in the men's uh, tournament. This uh, St. Peter's School out of Jersey City, New Jersey. Wow. They beat Murray State. And they advanced to the Sweet 16. Now, every so often you get a team. Who was it? George Mason, I think, years ago went to the grade eight. Or maybe they went to the Final Four. It does happen from time to time. But this is a 15 seed. And that crazy upset of Kentucky that just put Diana down for the count. My God, was that great. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Spectacular. Um, but uh, my bracket is destroyed. I mean, just take a look at this thing. It's not as bad as some of you. I'll get to the standings in just a second. But of, uh, of our tournament challenge here. Uh, three of my four Final Four teams are still alive. Everybody's bracket is shit, okay? Now, in the West, uh, I have I've plenty of damage, but I also have some good stories here. I had Duke over Michigan State. I picked that correctly. Uh, Texas Tech surviving Notre Dame. Picked that correctly. I had Arkansas winning, but I had them winning over UConn. Not New Mexico State. Doesn't matter. It's all about damage control. This bracket is shit, but not as shitty as some of the other ones. Okay, so not bad here. This one, uh, hit or miss. You know, you got Michigan somehow figuring out how to play fucking basketball. How about that? Michigan State, always, always little brother. You know, they didn't even make it out of the weekend. They lost to Duke. And they had a shot, but then they stopped playing basketball last five minutes of the game. They fell on their ass. Everybody saw it coming. Come on, Michigan State. They fuck it up against Duke. You should have sent that old wrinkled-ass Mike Krzyzewski to the fucking pastors. You had a chance, and you blew it. And then these Michigan assholes beating Colorado State, that sucks. I had them, Colorado State, beating them. Then they beat the shit out of Tennessee. How? I don't know. Another major upset. uh, Major upset. 11 over a three. And now they, um, in the Sweet 16, taking on Nova. (sighs) Incredible. That's actually pretty freaking sweet that they did that. I don't know how they did it, but they did it. Look at the Midwest. Look at all this red that I have here. I the only one that's still alive is Kansas. The fact that Creighton um they they well they they play Creighton in that round. Um I actually had Creighton losing in the first round. Doesn't matter. Okay, so still alive there, but it's that's shit. Baylor. Some of you had Baylor winning it at all. Good night. No way. Kentucky man look at that. Assholes. UCLA, Purdue, still alive. This is a mess. That's where I fall off. Okay. These standings, Kevin frickin' Kuypers. Look at him. He's tied with whoever antelope rider one is. That might be a ROM, uh, with 240 points right behind whoever D man is. Nate bull was getting ready to move to his fear bunker in North Carolina, wherever the hell he's moving. Uh, Linda hall. She would be in the running, but she had Kentucky winning it all. So she sucks. Chris Searcy, still a shot. If he doesn't wind up getting arrested for murdering his family. Julie McKeever, still doing well. 260, after, uh, 260 points, and she picked uh, Gonzaga to win it all. So all of these still have a shot. Up to smart-ass Melissa. Linda Hall doesn't stand a chance. Zaniac Kyle Tiller had Baylor winning it all. He's out. Rob's out. Marquette, no. Marquette, you dick. Blue State, Rob. Gonzaga. Eric Zane, Gonzaga. At the bottom. I don't even know who these people are. But they're shitty. Some dumbass had Michigan State winning it all. You suck. My God. Kevin Kuypers. Speaking of Kevin Kuypers, I had a dream about Kevin Kuypers last night. And um, that didn't remind me. I actually made myself a mental note to talk about it last night. It, uh, I, I had to wake up and go, and go tinkle in the middle of the night, and then I laid back down. So between that time and waking up in the morning, I had a dream. It was one of those uh, – it was almost like the Ukrainian war um, had kind of infiltrated my brain because it was chaos and there was shooting and fighting, and I was with a group of people And there was a helicopter that malfunctioned and went down and crashed, but it did not blow up. So it's laying there and Kevin Kuypers goes running towards the wreckage. He's a sheepdog. I'm like, Kevin, look out. If that thing goes, I'm like standing back. I go, I'll keep an eye out for fire. Like if I see a flame, you can get out of there. Kevin Kuypers gets the door of the chopper open. And gets the pilot out. And it was that real. And then Kevin Kuypers of all people. Is doing this incredible act of bravery. And here he is leading the way. In our tournament challenge. I don't know if there's any connection. Why in the world would I have that dream? Dreams are so stupid. My god. It's almost like. I wish they would develop some type of technology. um, Like the matrix. Where you could hook up your brain to a device that is interpreting all these impulses to make a, a AI movie of all of the things that you see. Can you imagine how much of an incredible, you think like some of those um, virtual reality games that that's everybody loves and which is, I can understand why They, they look fantastic. Um, but if you could develop this type of technology, so you could just go back and watch what you dreamt about. Oh my God. Um, except if you're having sex with another woman. Cause I think I had sex with some hooker last night in that same dream. And I did not, I told Diana uh, about one of the other dreams I have. I did not tell her about that dream. Let's keep that a secret. If we could, she'd be so upset. Probably not a good idea to talk about it here. All right. Jack, you don't say anything. Uh, she's probably listening to the podcast right now. Keep your mouth shut. Don't tell your mom that I had a dream about having sex with another woman that's not your mother. Seriously. Okay. So, um, basketball tournament, it uh, resumes again Thursday. 64 down to 16. Michigan, for the fifth year in a row, has made it to the Sweet 16. And, I mean, they barely made it into the tournament. If it weren't for... um, the Peacocks, St. Peter's Peacocks, which, what a fucking team name. The St. Peter's Peacocks. Who do they play now? Um, they play Purdue. Okay, so that's a Big Ten school, so they suck. So, you know that everyone in America wants St. Peter's to win. St. Peter's took out the trash last night, Murray State 70 to 60, and now they play Purdue who beat Texas. So, if they can win that, they would play the winner of uh North Carolina UCLA, which is an 8 seed North Carolina and a 4 seed. So then if they could make it into the I, you know, I would love to see that happen. And what's fantastic about this tournament is the unpredictability of it. It's that type of shock that these little schools no one's ever heard of can uh, have these these moments. And it stretches over three weekends. That's what makes it fantastic. Who doesn't love an underdog when basically this is the equivalent. St. Peter is getting to where they are. This is the equivalent of like a junior high basketball team uh, beating the Harlem Globetrotters or, you know, uh, LeBron James and the Lakers or name me an NBA team that's good because I can't. I don't pay attention to that shit, but it's fucking fantastic. Okay. Um, Over the weekend, Michigan, they beat Tennessee, as I mentioned. And there was a, this poignant moment right here, okay, where uh, Juwan Howard. Now, this is the guy who uh, smacked the shit out of that one coach from Wisconsin. And after he beats Tennessee, this dude from Tennessee going through the handshake line uh, is upset. And Juwan Howard... He's he's helping him. He's giving him a big loving hug. And this is not a man hug. This is a here I am going to help you um uh, because you are having such a terrible time hug. Look at this. This is a loving hug. Yeah, and they came out. And you have to give them credit. They executed very well. Look at this guy sobbing. They did a great job of shutting down. What is wrong with this this man who's crying? I I'm a little bit disturbed at how emotional this guy is. This 20-year-old kid from Tennessee. I mean, he is sobbing. Down and Jawan Howard right there, if you read his lips, he said, "Quick, crying or I'm going to smack the shit out of you like I did to that guy on Wisconsin. Oh, this is this is terrible. Of shutting down. Ten oh, God. Look at him. <laughs> Gen Z. This guy, right after that game, he ran out into traffic. He's gone now. Also with the three-point shooting, just never... Oh, my God. Get it together, dude. What the hell? Oh, that was ugly. That was uglier. Than when Jawan Howard hit the coach, you know, that was, um, I would rather, you know, I think that, you know, how Jawan Howard got a number of games suspension for in the incident when he, he smacked the coach, he should be suspended, uh, for the rest of the tournament. For helping that kid as he as he lost control of himself, he should have smacked the fuck out of him and said, "Hey, be a man! All right, you lost the fucking game. You're gonna be a millionaire one day. Come on, this is the last game you're ever gonna care about." That guy, I don't know his name. I looked it up. It doesn't matter. I guess he was a five star rec- five star recruit coming out of high school. It was a bad He's a badass. Quit fucking crying. There's tons of. Uh, there's tons of money in your future and hot chicks who want to want to have sex with you and uh, be the mother of your children. So relax. All right. So that is the tournament. Meanwhile, I'm doing a show on Patreon today as I have for the past three plus years. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I'd love you to join me on there, and uh, I'd love you to try it out. That's all I'm asking. Try it out for one month, either the 5 bucks a month or the 10 bucks a month. See if you like it. If it sucks, you cancel it, and you get the rest of the month, obviously. You'll know right away if it sucks, but I put a lot of effort into it, a lot of time into it, and if you're looking for something else to listen to during the week, If the free podcast is fine, but you're like, hey, I still got plenty of time left in the day to listen to something. Well, I might as well listen to Zane. He's an asshole. That's fine. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane featuring an episode every day, the Patreon bonus, the lost Zane recordings, the insane asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. Not to mention the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast and smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. That's a lot. But that's what I do. So thank you so much if you've signed up in the past. Five bucks a month, ten bucks a month. Um, If you want to keep it going, though, I'll knock 10% off the price. Thank you. And the open of today's free podcast comes to you from the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. You can still get a very low mortgage rate. Eric Zane, Economics 101 inflation is out of control that means people are buying people are using their credit cards they're getting mortgages they're buying cars that means the demand is up supply and demand when the demand goes up the prices go up so the fed goes let's tweak it so that the demand goes down how do you do that you make, it, you make loans, credit cards, homes, cars, more expensive, a higher interest rate. Tamp that down. Demand drops a bit. Prices drop a bit because the demand goes down. I just learned this. Over the next year or two, there's going to be more of these increases in the interest rate. That means your buying power is decreasing. So call now. Call Mario and get started on a mortgage today because in a year, you're going to get less money. You're going to get less house. So do it now. 231-332-6505. You can help just about everybody, whether your credit is great or if your credit stinks. Everybody's welcome. 231 332 6505.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more,
2: As you know, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, the car repair facility of choice, I will be bringing by the old 07 Accord this week. Need a little checkup on the power steering unit. And uh, I'm excited to see them, see how the uh, expansion is going. They just, like, tripled the size of the facility, uh, thanks to you. 616-532-6600, 616 532 6600 Irvines.com. Great facility to get your cars repaired in West Michigan. Uh, whether it is a, a domestic, a European, or an Asian model vehicle, hybrid or EV, Irvines Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. uh today at two pm to seven pm i'm on the radio filling in for mike on big 101 point three mike's under the weather or something like that so i'll be slinging oldies from two to seven today i wish i had something to tell you i was doing but i'll i'll be um Let's see. I think the longest I will talk um, is maybe a minute ten. I actually have been getting a little chatty lately on some of my voice tracks. I actually have it right here. This is what this... uh, No, I can't. I can't share it. I don't think I can share it. I think I tried this before, and I wasn't able to do it. Okay, let me see here. Hmm... No, I can't do it. Doesn't matter. Two to seven a day. Play us some fun hits that we all know. You know I will. Maybe some Temptations. Some Bob Seger. The Turtles. Sarah loves the song Brick House. It's like one of her favorites. The fun hits you know. One oh one point three. All right. Uh trouble at the drawbridge. Do you guys remember the story I told you about the lady who was uh um I, I think this might have been in Florida somewhere. And, um, yeah, it was in Florida. Oh, my God. You know, you would think that a uh, a job like opening and closing the drawbridge, as much as that is, um, I mean, kind of a mundane thing, I'm, I'm guessing, that they would have someone there who has enough sense to have it down. I pretty much the job description at a drawbridge is you're in that little structure, uh, higher than the road. In fact, I'll, I'll show it. I'll show it to you right, right now. What it looks like. This is the drawbridge and that's the woman who killed the lady. Okay. See, she hangs out in that, in that guardhouse here. Okay. And, um, As it is, you basically just, all right, uh, there's a boat coming. It's time to open the drawbridge. And then you you look right and you look left. And uh, if there's no one on the drawbridge, then you push the button and the bridge opens up. I mean, talk about something that, you know, when they say that old thing, you had one job. This is literally... One job, use your eyes, look right, look left. It's a drawbridge, and you're higher than the road. It is fairly simple to do that. Great gabagool makes me laugh uh, uh, on on the live stream. Michelle Obama looks like hell because the suggestion is she looks like Michelle Obama. Very funny. That's good. You'll have to see it for yourself when you click on the link in the comments for those of you or in the uh, show notes for those of you listening to the audio podcast. But this crazy bitch, she just fucking hit the button. Like it's the goal horn at the hockey arena. And sure enough, some nice lady is on her bike on the thing and it opens up and she, she, you know, like where the um, on the blues, on the blues brothers it opened up and then they, they jumped over the middle She wasn't there. What happened was it opens. And then at the beginning of it, where it meets the bridge on the edges of it, that's where the opening occurs. This lady goes sliding down and she's hanging on for dear life. She actually, the bike falls and she's hanging on like fucking Indiana Jones. And then some good Samaritan comes up and take my hand, you know, like a damn movie. And, uh, Sure enough, uh, while hanging on, she couldn't hang on, and then she fell down, and then she died. That's it. Holy fuck. And um, it was a 79-year-old woman, poor lady, crossing the Royal Park Bridge. And right away, people are like, well, how the fuck did this happen? Well, I'll tell you how it happened. This dumb bitch is how it happened. She just hit the button, and now she's been arrested and is being charged with manslaughter. Boy, talk about a a beast of a charge. Basically, just operator error is manslaughter. If you aren't careful and you kill someone because of operator error, you could very well go to prison for extended time. I actually think that's a little messed up because she didn't mean to kill anyone, but she did kill someone. Should she go to prison for that? It's weird how in this country with an intentional act like murder or rape or assault or something like that. uh, Let's say you're convicted of a horrible uh, murder and you're given the death penalty. The fact that you can stay alive for decades uh and 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 you're not even put to death whereas if you accidentally kill someone you could spend significant time behind bars i don't know how i feel about that um should this lady go to prison um because she was negligent what do you think i have a hard time locking someone up when they accidentally kill someone because they weren't paying attention it seems weird to me if i if i have a loved one that dies like let's say jim was walking his bike or on his bike or whatever and it he was the one i don't know if i would want that person to go to prison i think that that would take a terrible thing and actually make it more terrible i wouldn't i don't know if i'd be happy with a pound of flesh well, I, I guess I take it back. It would have to be how the person responds. If the person is extremely apologetic and says sorry and you can tell is wrecked and they have their own family that would then be destroyed. I don't think I could do that. I would I would be the one saying to the judge, yeah, it's sad that I lost my loved one, but I don't think you should lock this person up. I think that that's pretty fucking crazy. The accident occurred February 6th when... Artisua Lafay Polk 43 opened the bridge as Carol Wright was walking across with her bike. So she wasn't even riding the bike. She was walking the bike. She probably should have rode it. She'd have gotten through faster. A good Samaritan tried to save her before she fell to her death. As I talked about the bridge tender told the Florida department of transportation that she checked the area by walking out on the balcony several times, made two announcements and went out there three more times to confirm the bridge was clear. However, uh, the authorities are saying that is not true. They're saying she lied. Uh oh. Well, that makes this a little bit different. Okay.
4: Let's New check. details revealed in the death of a 79-year-old woman who fell from a drawbridge connecting West Palm Beach to Palm Beach.
1: The arrest report for the bridge tender involved has been released now and it provides a detailed account of just what went wrong. WPTV. How
2: about this newscaster? She is a babe.
1: News Channel 5's Cameron Eppinger He's joining us live tonight with the very latest on this story. Cam?
6: Well, Shannon, based on surveillance video and statements from witnesses, police say Palk's account of what happened was all false. Uh Oh, WPTV has learned what police said happened when 79 year old Carol Wright fell to her death last month here along the Royal Park Bridge that connects West Palm to the island of Palm Beach.
5: This report is actually Carol Wright's voice. This report is going to be the final say as to what happened.
6: The bridge tender Artishua Park has been charged with manslaughter by culpable negligence. In her arrest report, she claims that she followed protocol by checking multiple times for pedestrians before raising the bridge. But West Palm Beach Police Department says there's evidence that tells a different story.
5: There are a number of different camera angles from different sources that were um, taken into account for evidence and reviewed to corroborate the witness's statements.
2: The arrest- translation. Uh, that you could see her just hitting the big red button without looking.
6: The goes on to show that Park's supervisor, Kathy Harper, who is also her mother-in-law, told in a text to her cell phone to tell investigators she checked for pedestrians
2: on the bridge. Oh, no. Oh, boy. So relative is the boss, says... Tell the cops this.
6: The arrest affidavit goes on to show that Park's supervisor, Kathy Harper, who is also her mother-in-law, oh. pulled in a text to her cell phone to tell investigators she checked for pedestrians on the bridge.
2: You see, you assholes, the, the, lo- the cover-up is worse than the crime. It really is.
6: Harper then told her to
2: delete the message.
6: Detectives were able to. Oh. What was on that cell phone.
2: Evidence destruction. Fuck. Everybody's fucked. The whole family's going to jail. What had been deleted from that cell phone, what was
6: relevant to the case. The victim's attorney, Lance Ivy, calls it a conspiracy. The disturbing
5: part is the lengths that they are willing. Look at
2: to- Jeff Blaschel's lawyer.
5: You go again to perpetuate a fraud. Um against carol wright who wasn't here to give her side of the story
2: all right now everything's changed now she's gonna go to prison she needs to go to prison now because she's lying and there's a conspiracy
6: despite harper's involvement west palm beach police say there are no other pending charges at this time ivy though says he is considering suing harper as well in fact
5: we find that there's some contributory negligence on her part Um, that may be an avenue where she might be made a party to this lawsuit as well
6: now, Palk has since been released from jail on a $20,000 bond. If convicted, she faces a maximum of 15 years behind bars. We're oh, oh, now shit. reporting live in West Palm Beach. I'm Cameron Eppinger. Back to you.
4: There have been many developments in this story the last three days, so let's recap. On Wednesday, we learned the bridge tender. Artisua Palk told FDOT she looked three times for any pedestrians or motorists before opening the bridge. That's a lie. On Thursday, Polk arrested and charged with manslaughter by culpable negligence. And today, the arrest report states video contradicts Polk's story and that her supervisor, who happens to be her mother-in-law, told her to tell investigators she had checked for pedestrians.
2: Oh, shit. Okay, so now it's much more complex. Oh, man. Um... Comment, okay, changed my mind. Stupid bitch and family needs to be locked up. Comment, the smoking gun was her TikTok video. Hit the red button yelling world star. Oh, fuck. Uh Amanda writes, for some reason, I heard the story at first that the chick that died was her mother-in-law. Well, you know, that's because you don't listen. Tyler says, put him on the island. Charge mother-in-law with hindering a felony investigation. Yes, the, uh, I, it sounds like it to me. Yeah, destroy this text, delete this text. Corey says a whole family of garbage. My God. Assholes. All right. Your old pal Eric has to go tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. All right. So stand by. I will be back. Uh, While I was going tinkle. I saw this. Uh, for those of you that follow football, Michigan football, college football, whatever it may be, um, there's a uh, football player for the University of Michigan. Hang on, I got to do the Zenith trick. Oh. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. Football player named uh, David Ojabo. And. Uh, What he does is he uh, he gets on the football field at Michigan and he runs around like a maniac and all the pro scouts that may draft him, they look at how well he performs and then, you know. So he's just running a drill here where he kind of runs around like a madman and shows how quick he is and stuff like that. And, oh boy, this is not good. It, it, it's not flippity-muppity. This is bad.
5: Oh. Look at him. He
2: runs right, awesome. Left, awesome. Back right, catches the ball. Oh his ki- his Achilles r- Achilles ripped right there. Look at this cameraman. He's like, I got it all on film.
5: Saturday at Michigan's pro day workout had a great last oh. with eleven sacks and five forced fumbles to help the Wolverine get to the college football playoff. A quick recovery for a Jabo would be about six months.
2: Oh no. Another NFL six months. Oh, that's bad. Um his one weakness is this is Achilles heel. Oh my god incredible that is awful so i mean i don't know do you do you end up drafting the guy he probably falls down to like the last pick in the draft i'm also getting suggestions about playing um there's a uh, kyler sent a uh, a horrible video of some dude bench pressing i'm not, I'm not gonna play this one i can't do it I honestly have trouble playing the gross ones. I laugh, though, because of how badly you guys react to it. The guy's bench pressing like a million pounds, and his chest muscle rips off the bone. And I think his skin, like, split open. It was all disturbing and terrible. I I couldn't do it. I can't do it. I won't. My God. Okay, Uh, I've got another story. I wish I had video for this one, but I don't. Um, This is uh, another story of a teacher kicking ass. um, Stealing a page from Mr. Hosinski. Hosinski was the guy, and it might have been Indiana, where this one comes to us from, also Indiana. I can't remember if Hosinski was Indiana or not. Ozinski was the guy when the teacher, uh, when he, he smacked the shit out of the kid and the, he's a little kid and the kid's head bounced off the wall. It started an absolute war amongst the zaniacs. Okay. And, um, well, this one is a brouhaha in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Thanks to Boyd for sending it along. a Northup high school social studies teacher. Did you hear me? There's still has been placed on paid leave. First of all, let's take a look at him. Does this look like a guy who would kick all manner of ass? Danny lively is his name. That's taken. No doubt from the staff page. Uh, Chris says, before you get into this, Eric, there was no war. Everyone agreed that kids should be beaten. Um, In this case, a Northup High School social studies teacher has been placed on paid leave after he was charged with punching a 16-year-old student in the midst of an argument with another student. Hang on. Bear with me. I'm having... I'm getting some crackly, crackly here. It's going to get loud. There you go. It's not a show until I'm bashing my hand out of the side of the equipment. Rest in peace to your ears. Danny J. Lively, 57-year-old teacher. He doesn't look that old. Was charged... uh, about a week and a half ago, with criminal misdemeanor battery resulting in bodily injury. Lively appeared in court the day he was charged and has a status hearing April 14th, according to court documents. The wheels of justice turn slow. Okay, this is how it went down. According to a probable cause affidavit, March 7th, for some reason at 5 p.m., Two students got into a verbal altercation in a hallway. As they argued, a social studies aide stepped in between the students to quell the fight. Now, as I understand it, um, uh, a girl was getting harassed by some asshole. So she texted her boyfriend, hey, book it over here. Dick face is bothering me. So the boyfriend shows up and says, hey, what the fuck you doing? And shoves him, probably flips his books or something like that. And then that's when the teacher's aide steps in. Mr. Lively gets involved. Lively was walking down the hall, as described, holding a lunch pail. Why this is happening at 5 p.m. in a school, I don't know, but whatever. He intervened. Mr. Lively stepped in the middle of the students and said, all right, guys, come on, seriously, break it up. Um, he put his uh, what his left hand on one of the students and his right hand on the other. Okay, break it up, guys. Which is, he's doing nothing wrong at this point. But you know how it is with Generation Z. If someone touches you, your options are throw yourself on the ground, um kill yourself or attack. You can't just go, yeah, you're right, and walk away. Kill yourself, throw yourself on the ground crying, or attack who touched you. The student chose violence. Swatted Lively's hand away, the teacher, social studies teacher according to the affidavit and eyewitnesses, Lively then took up a bladed and postured stance. I don't know what that means. I, I'm guessing that means put up your dukes. Is that, is that what this is? Put them up. He dropped his lunch pail and then he's standing there and then delivered a hard right to the student's face. Now, I think this all sounds by the book to me. This is all okay, in my opinion. Hopefully, the one he punched was the one being a shithead in the first place to the girl. Let's hope. He deserves that. By the way, feel free to weigh in with your thoughts Hopefully you guys will get into another war again with each other about this issue. So uh, he's punched the kid in the face. As Lively continued to advance toward the student with his hands near or around the student's head. He's already punched him once. The student appeared to try to remove himself from Lively. There you go. It worked. Excellent. The fight is over. Everybody go on with their day. But no, the affidavit said. The student then did what the student is trained to do. Throw yourself on the ground. That's where it's taught in the students how to sue your school handbook. That if a teacher touches you, you throw yourself on the ground. And that is a smart move. And I I do not, I applaud him for that. Lively gets on top of the student. The student is kicking and flailing to free himself. The affidavit said the student was eventually able to separate himself from lively. The incident was caught on a school surveillance camera. Now that is excellent news. Uh, not excellent news. The school is not re- uh, releasing it and they should, we need to see this. I mean, if we were all able to enjoy what Hosinski did to that little fucker, uh, we should be able to enjoy what lively did to this kid, but no, the school is saying uh, minors are not allowed their, their faces. Well, blur it out then. I don't know. Blur out his face except for the part when he's actually connecting with the kid and hitting him in the face. The victim said the altercation between him and the other student started. I already told you that. A teacher who witnessed it. Said he heard a lot of yelling and initially thought it was a sports team practicing, then observed the female aide struggling to get the other student away from the incident. The teacher said Lively was possibly swinging on the victim and demonstrated a punching motion. Yeah, snitches get stitches, you asshole. Uh, The other student told police he had a beef with the victim. They got into a verbal altercation in B Hall, but the fight never got real physical, he said. He allowed that they may have pushed each other one time, stressing that the fight occurred between the victim and Lively. I may have a beef with him, but the victim was just trying to get away from him after he punched him. So now the students now who were enemies are now pals. They have sided, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, against the teacher that punched him in the face. They're probably going to divide the winnings on the lawsuit. Uh, in an interview with police, Lively said he'd gone to the defense of one of his fourth-period students after he heard commotion in the hallway. Yelled at both male students to leave. Lively said he believed the victim was an adult because he was wearing an employee T-shirt. Well, oh, that's bullshit. Come on. Um, victim has discoloration and scratch marks on his back. That's going to be worth fifty million dollars. Lively has not yet been arrested. I wonder if there's an update on Hosinski. Because he was arrested. I know that. Uh, Teacher Hosinski arrested. No. Just facing charges. Facing battery charges. All right, well, I think the big takeaway here is we're all disappointed because we don't have footage of this. That's what we need to make this story complete. So, unfortunately, you're just going to have to fill in the blanks with your brain. Teachers can't do anything now, Corey says. The kids know it, so they just do whatever they want. Yes. Should have slapped the sleeper hold on him. Make Ted DiBiase proud. That's an old school wrestling reference. You know, Ted still parts his hair down the middle like that. Thank you for reminding me. I just watched a terrific uh, uh, documentary that Pellerito sent. I watched it, Mike. The resurrection of Jake the Snake. Oh my gosh. Should should uh, get the trailer. We should watch that together. The Res, how do you spell Resurrection? Of Jake. The Snake trailer. All right, we're going to watch this together. You're going to want to watch this as soon as you see this. Check this out. I just finished watching the show. Jake, to me, is one of the greatest talents I've ever seen.
5: One of the great minds in the history of the business. He casts a
4: spell on you. It's almost like you get caught in his web. When the entire world knows you as one character for such a long time, I think it's easy to become that character, too.
3: You are a piece of shit, Snake. You give these fucking...
2: Through hell.
5: In the last
0: three or four years, I Daughter. didn't think I was going to have a dad around.
5: We're on our way to see Arillian Smith. DDP. That's the real name of Jake the Snake Roberts. A month? A month ago, you did crack, How often do you feel like you fight it, fight the addiction? 24-shot. I know this is my last,
3: fucking. Get in the car, I don't fucking, man. don't just fucking pull this shit. Me. I don't know why I can't just say I'll never
4: drink again, and that's that. I'm always no, worried about what everybody else thought about me, Tell them what I
3: feel about me. It's it's not bad. Bad. Oh, my God, I'm not giving up. i a whole new resurrection Snake, I'm here run. Right? <sighs> and I'm going to fucking beat it this time. I burst my ass. I was getting of loose. I was getting tired up, people cutting me off. Didn't you used to be Jake
2: the Snake, Robert's family? Cut it off. How about that? Hmm. Really good. Really, really great. Um this guy, ooh, Jake the Snake. Been through a lot. And uh this is the story about his about his uh about his recovery. Really, really great. This is why I hate comments. Kenny writes, looks like a good wholesome family film shaking my head. Uh, Who said it was? What are you talking about? It's a story about a guy who's addicted to drugs and alcohol trying to beat it. It's comments like that that make me so mad that makes me say, why do I even do this? What the fuck is wrong with you? What a stupid thing to say. You're such a dumb shit. You know that? You really are. You're always you you always in the wrong side of shit like this. This isn't a fucking kid's sport. A kid's show. It's a fucking story about a guy's addiction. Looks like a good wholesome family film shaking my head. What's that meme of the point and you going over your head? God, you're an idiot. Son of a bitch. Anyway... Uh, For those of you that have a brain, it's an excellent, uh, it's a free video, actually. Um, You have to sit through the ads when you watch it. I will link it up in the show notes, and you can check it out about the resurrection of Jake the Snake. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page is the guy who kind of leads the fight in getting that guy to turn his life around. And um, also, uh, Scott Hall is featured in that, another guy with a ton of demons. It all comes up. Because of Scott Hall's death recently, and um, so Pellerito sent me the link to watch that thing. You gotta see this; it's it's fucking riveting to see this guy what he goes through and fighting addiction. And it makes me thankful that I didn't uh, have to deal with addiction on such an advanced level as a guy like Jake the Snake has, and just never giving up. I mean, holy shit, uh, and he estranged from his family, and then you, you got to see it. I'm, I'm sure it's a, it's a nice, nice story about how this guy finally gets someone to help him, and uh, he turns it around, which is why you annoy the shit out of me, Kenny, when you fucking miss the point about shit all the fucking time. God, what is wrong with you, dude? And then you dig your heels in and make yourself look like a bigger asshole. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, I was in a great mood. Do you guys seriously like say, hey, I'm gonna go and just fucking piss him off and put him in a bad mood because that's fun? Is that is that what is that what we go through here? Shut the fuck up. Jesus. I actually have something heartfelt that I want to share, and it gets fucked up. Seriously, this has been happening so much to me lately on the on the fucking chat. Uh, Like I'm this close, this close, fuck the whole thing. You know what I should do? Cause I can't like stop it. I mean, I can't, um, delete comments. I mean, I can't make it so that, um, it's, it's part of the thing. I can't make it stop, you know? Um, but I, I should just like tape something on the screen so that I never, ever see it again. Jeez, asshole! All right. Uh, ah, ba 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 ba. Where was I? Um. Okay. Sorry, I gotta get my head together here. Figure out what the fuck is going on. Tag accounting six one six three zero one ninety five sixteen. If uh, tax season, oh, my God, there's still plenty of time for you to do this, but uh, we are getting down to the nitty-gritty, so reach out to Troy Ginzer, the tax hobbit today. 616-301-9516 for TAG Accounting. Thank you so much. Uh, No matter where you are in the U.S., you can take advantage of this. Troy can do a return for you, personal return, no matter where you are. And it's all just so simple you have to upload all of your documents via his online portal but it is a piece of cake 616-301-9516 bosco's pub where we last met looking forward to uh, scheduling another one here uh, before too long a great time at bosco's pub a great local place to eat if you are in west michigan part of terra square in hudsonville bosco's pub online at Boscospub.com. great burgers uh, great appetizers, you know, maybe a salad, if that's your thing. Um, draft beer, bottled beer, well drinks, mixed drinks, whatever. No Russian vodka. Um, Wednesday through Saturday, they open up at uh, 4.30, 4.30, 4 p.m. And then uh, Monday and Tuesday, they open up at 11.30 a.m. Bosco's Pub, and if you need a job, they're hiring Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Uh, Speaking of uh, waiting on tables and working, uh, Madison has a job doing that right now. And she told me that she had a customer that had a $90 bill and they gave her a $1 tip, a $1 tip. And they were extremely pleasant to her and everything was great. And she's like, and I'm like, what the fuck? You got to seriously, I'm like, that's that's enough to make you want to start if you could only predict that you could start spitting on the food early before you even send it out to them. Horrible, but she gets good tips and uh otherwise I'm I'm just amazed at that. You really got to work to get a bad tip out of me. You really got to be a real shithead. I uh, I even if they're the if they're assholes, I I feel bad not giving them a good tip. Thank you to My Policy Shop Insurance, Frank Fuss, 616-914-4070, 616-914-4070, mypolicyshop.com. If uh, you need any help with your insurance, specifically you are in the uh, about to turn 65 or you're already taking advantage of the Medicare system, reach out to Frank Fuss, 616 914 Four zero seven zero 0 today. Should have seen me this weekend. Scrubbing the floor. I was actually on my hands and knees like Cinderella scrubbing the floor before the ball. Sunday. Diana's like, boy, this room is just a meth, the laundry room. And I'm like, you know what? True to form, this is how we do it here. We trash it. And then we clean it. And then we swear to God, we're not going to let it get bad. And then it gets bad every single time. And that was it again. This room, the floor had like so much mud on it. It's mud room uh, and laundry room from the dogs coming in and just tracking it in. It's just there's there's, there's dried feces on the floor because one dog takes a dump and then uh, goes goes and eats it. And then there's still some left. It's horrible. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Why do we live like this? So I went to town in that room. And I cleaned the shit out of that room. It is absolutely immaculate. Pooh bear points like you wouldn't believe. Uh, Zane, did you get any work done on the basement? Of course not. I was busy scrubbing the floor. And then, and then... Slaughter the Turks, Armenian meatballs, and sauce. Yes, that's right. If you have not yet made this recipe, uh, you need to. I'm going to include it in the show notes again so you can do this. It is the great, but you have to do it exactly as I wrote the recipe myself. I take it back. I ripped it off the internet about 15 years ago, but then put it into my own words and tweaked it a little bit. Uh, it was a huge hit again. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, you you need to try that. Okay. Saw this headline this morning that was um, a little weird. No charges after 74-year-old boater pulls couple from lake, then fatally shoots Man, he helped rescue. What the fuck is going on? And uh, so an old man and his wife are on a lake in South Carolina doing old people stuff. He's 74, as I said. He's there with his wife. And uh, um, as they're on this lake on their pontoon boat, tooling around, they see a uh, jet ski fucking Kenny powers going around in a circle and two people in the water trying to get the jet ski or whatever. And so the guy pulls up in his pontoon and he helps them into their boat. Then a fight breaks out between these two the woman and the man the guy's a 24 year old dude named nathan drew morgan and then him and the woman that they the dude fished out they start fighting about something the woman pushed dude back in the lake in an attempt to defuse the situation Horrible move. If you're attempting to defuse the situation, the lady just pulled out of the lake with the dude, and then they start fighting on this fucking old man's pontoon boat. She pushes him back in there. The couple's like, well, what are you doing that for? And they help the guy back onto the pontoon boat. And then the 29-year-old Turns on the 74 year old for some reason. And he starts to go and tries to attack the old man and the old man. This is a requirement in South Carolina. Everyone would do this. You don't ever do this to anyone in any Southern state because they're all armed. He pulls out his pistol and shoots a guy in the, in the chest and kills him as the young guy is trying to assault the old guy. He goes, Oh fuck this. I just saved you twice. And now you're trying to kill me. By the way, they didn't even have any jet ski, uh, any life jackets on when they were in the water, when the jet ski was circling. So the guy shot him and killed him. And now the, uh, the police, they showed up and they go, all right, tell us what happened. He goes, all right, I'll tell you what happened. And then the sheriff's like, all right, we believe you go on home. And then that was it. Um, my God. Investigators were told he wanted to get back on the jet ski they also believe that there was an argument between the dead dude and the woman. Uh, also, they were drunk. Uh, authorities have not named the couple. The, uh, the dude died on the boat. Uh, they talked to the locals there. They said, ah, this is crazy. It never happens around here. So that's it. Uh, apparently the guy tried to attack him and he shot him dead. So no good deed goes unpunished, I guess. How about this? Old guy goes there to help out a guy, help him get out of the water, rescue him twice, and then has to shoot him because the crazy fuck wants to try to kick his ass. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. All right. Um, TC Paintball, we've got an event coming up on Sunday. I want to see you there. Uh, we got the usual suspects that are going tcpaintballgr.com. And, uh, my God, I want to, I want you to check it, check it out and hang out with us. Trying to get Gabe the Honduran to be there with his crew. And I I haven't heard back from him, but I think we'll be, uh, have about 20 plus hoping who knows, maybe we'll have 50. You never know with that tcpaintballgr.com. Reach out to me if you want to go. And if you want to book a paintball party, please uh, do it you can just drop in during the week you got little league on wednesdays you got ladies day on thursday you can schedule a party for saturday uh, all going on at tc paintball online at tc bennett flooring installation uh, reach out to them 616-318-0167 for anything at all that you may need for flooring installation do the dirty work yourself get rid of the old flooring and they will come out and give you a complimentary uh, estimate, measure the room, tell you how much it's going to cost to put in the new flooring. Bennett Flooring Installation, online at BennettFlooringInstallation.com 616-318-0167 And something else to consider, if you're uh, down on your luck and you would like to um, put yourself in the running for the great flooring giveaway number three, please do that. Reach out to me, Eric, at com, And um What you're doing there is uh, basically telling me why a new flooring install would be so dramatically important to help you and your family. 616-318-0167. Don't be shy either. Don't spare me the details. I've got plenty of them that have come in. Or if you just want to nominate somebody, you can do that as well. There's comedy. uh, Fullhousecomedy.com. There's uh, always a ton of shows that are appearing or uh, guests that are appearing in town. Full House Comedy, Thursday of this week. The multi-talented Rachel Feinstein is at the Listening Room. Dustin Sims is at the Park Theater. Riccarlo Williams, friend of the show, at the Rockford Corner Bar on Thursday. Jay Moore on Friday at Grand Rapids Comedy Club. Um, Also, he's got two shows on Friday. And he uh, has two shows on Saturday, too, does Jay Moore. He's like the biggest name that'll be here this weekend. There you go. Check it out. Fullhousecomedy.com if you'd like to go check out a comedy show. All right. Hang on a second. Concerning guns, Jason says, just goes to show better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Thank you. Terry says, our family is on for paintball. Great Gabagool writes, paintball event 18, the crucifixion of our Lord and Savior, St. Gasman." No, that seems sacrilegious to me and blasphemy. Uh oh, please. I do enough on my own. Cole writes, I can't let that guy drown. I'll just shoot him. <laughs> um the story is nuts. Better to be tried by 12 than be buried by six. Kyle, what about if you don't need it and don't have it or need it and have it? I don't know, dude. Uh, Amanda, you're stupid. I love the comments when they work. The comments are great when they're good jokes. But if it's somebody making a comment like that or someone like you, yeah, fuck off. You're an asshole, too. I'm done supporting you as well. Eat shit. Yeah, the comments can be great when they're good comments. Well, when they're piece of shit comments like yours and Kenny. Suck my dick, you stupid ass. Go fuck yourself. Get the fuck out of here too. I've had it. Fuck you. Uh, it's raining deer in Pennsylvania. Watch this one. You're going to love this story. This is so fucked up. Whoops, fucking that up. See, I'm so damn flustered. Shut up, Amanda, you stupid asshole. Fuck you.
0: A disturbing case of deer jumping to their death has some residents in Elk County demanding something be done to stop it.
2: Douglas Braff
5: went to Johnsonburg and got some answers from government agencies on what could be done.
0: And we want to warn you, some of the video may be disturbing
4: the snow may have stopped falling from the sky, but for some Johnsonburg residents, it continues to rain deer.
2: Look at this. As
4: you can see in the background, there's eight deer that have jumped off this bypass recently. Since we lived on the other side of the bypass, we've had 25 deer jump to their death in a populated area. That end of the bypass is probably more dangerous than any other area, because that's the only place that it crosses over a populated area. Bill Boylan and other residents tell me they tried reaching out to PennDOT, but say they did not get the response they were hoping for. PennDOT apparently doesn't see the wisdom of putting maybe a diversion fence for the deer <laughs> or maybe some nets to catch all the debris that comes off from the snow plows that plow it over. We've contacted PennDOT on different... So basically
2: people live like right where the, where the deer are jumping off in mass. So you get some kid playing, they're playing kickball. And some 300-pound deer is going to come crashing down on them.
4: Occasions. Um, also, the Game Commission. The Game Commission has been very cooperative. Without some sort of barrier, Boylan says the deer will most likely continue to jump. What happens is here...
2: We need video of this happening. Actually, that would break my heart. I would hate that.
4: The the deer... I would rather
2: see video of uh, a muppety-flappety leg break than a deer dying.
4: Deer could be very easily diverted if they would put up a fence on the point of this hill. They come down off of here, they get frightened out onto the bypass, they panic, one jumps off and they all leap off. Oh
2: God, they're stupid.
4: Julie Panisak also reached out to the state and regional game commissions. She says they pointed her to PennDOT, but she says she feels this could impact the hunting season in the region.
5: All, All of them are doe, and that's, you know, potentially could have been how many more deer populating if they wouldn't have died? They are the mothers to carry the the baby deer.
4: And with the warming weather, she fears the bodies will start to stink.
5: Oh. But they're literally jumping to death. And that, to me, looking at them, it's disturbing. We talked to PennDOT about the situation, and they tell us...
2: Watch this guy. Listen to this answer about what he's going to do. They
5: are now looking at it. We started started... Uh, taking a look at it trying to really determine where the deer are coming from you know how are they ending up on that
2: wait a minute you're trying to determine where they're coming from that's the big thing you're worried about where they're coming from okay
5: bridge is really the problem we've got to solve first i'm guessing they're coming from the bridge we can determine if there's anything we can do or not he says
4: Pendot became aware of the deer only two weeks ago and that they had a conversation with their
5: people a week ago about the issue I'd say over the next couple of weeks, we'll try to get an answer together and, you know, or try to get a at least an idea of what's going on and what's causing the problem. We understand where they're coming from, and we, we'll look into it and see if there's something that we can do um, that, that, you know, involves the roadway that uh, we can make it, you know, safer for the animals and, obviously, any anybody uh, that's a resident in that area. So, um, yeah, we'll, de- we'll definitely take a look at it and see what we can do. Reporting in Johnsonburg, I'm Douglas Braff.
2: There you go. There you go. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to end this show because I don't feel like doing it anymore. Uh, tomorrow, permanent banning start. I've just decided that. Tomorrow, permanent bannings start. It's about time to call this group, so I'm doing that. So uh I'll leave you with this. I've got the asshole of the day. Uh become a sponsor, reach out to me, Eric at EricZaneshow.com. Thank you to Johnson Carpet One for being on board with the show. Head over to Johnson Carpet One uh floor and home discount outlet, 20% savings for the blue tags, 30% for the green, and 40% for the red tags. At Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet Floor and Home. I said that backwards. Uh, go see Kent. Drop the E at a u. A and e Heating and Cooling when you want to get the furnace fixed. Thank you so much. And Blue Frost IT. The managed IT service provider of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Reach out to them if you have a problem. Uh, Kenny and Amanda are your assholes of the day. Fuck you. Uh, that's it short leash going forward i am fucking done with that shit and uh you all have a great fucking day okay otherwise i love you have a good one folks and uh good luck tomorrow and going forward because we're gonna we're gonna dwindle this number right the fuck down i am there is if you've pissed me off you're getting banned permanently Enjoy that, fuck you, fuck off, and goodbye. I'm not even kidding.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently.